0: Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and this message is for a very specific person. If you have found yourself in relationships that maybe you've labeled as narcissistic or manipulative or you just are having a really difficult time because you're constantly feeling confused by relationships that make you question your self-worth, make you question your identity of who you are, and it's a constant fear of judgment, and it just doesn't feel safe to be in those relationships. Whether that's something you're in currently or something you're in in the past, this message is for you. This is actually the audio clip from an IGTV video that I posted today on Instagram. Um, but it felt relevant to be able to share here on the podcast. I know in the past I've shared stuff about, you know, recovering from a narcissistic relationship and that that's really what started the self-discovery process and the self-love journey for me. And it really started when I learned how to heal from it by forgiving myself. And so that's what this episode is all about that we're going to be diving into today. So let's get to it. beautiful friends. Guess what? Your self-love journey and the the willingness to learn to love yourself is not an on and off switch. It's not, I love myself. I don't love myself. It's not black or white. It's not all or nothing. It's a process. It's an incremental process. It's a journey. That's why I always say the self-love journey, because it's not a one and done thing. It is a process. And we are given opportunities over and over and over again to show up for ourselves, to stand in our truth, and to treat ourselves with the love and respect that we give to other people. But I want to talk about relationships for a second, because there comes a time in the self love journey that we realize people are treating us worse than we treat ourselves. And so this is kind of paraphrased from the book, The Mastery of Love. It's an incredible book. If you haven't read it, read it, I highly, highly recommend it. Okay. The Mastery of Love. It was one of the key books that helped me recover after being in a narcissistic relationship, where I was playing the role of the codependent and the guy I was dating was playing the role of the narcissist. Right. And I didn't know what that was. One of my best friends, when we were in college, sent me a slide from her psychology class and said, I think you need to read this. And I was shocked because every single one of those bullet points was my relationship. But I felt so seen and felt so heard and felt so loved in that moment because all of a sudden I didn't feel crazy. I was like, holy shit, this is textbook behavior. And so that was seven years ago. Seven years ago, it took me four years before I would talk about it again, okay? And it I think it honestly took five years before I really was able to forgive myself, forgive him, because the way that I viewed it was that was just a really shitty thing that happened and I never wanna talk about it again because it was hard enough just experiencing it. But what I didn't realize is how much fear I was harboring around new relationships, fear around trusting myself, because I had this mentality of, well, if I let that happen, Who's to say that I won't let that happen again? And that scared me to death. It scared me to death because in that relationship, I lost myself. That relationship was the launching pad for traveling alone because the idea of staying in San Diego, staying in that relationship, staying in the corporate job that I hated, but I so desperately wanted to be approved by. And that, that desperate need for validation and approval was showing up in so many areas of my life. But that dark place was the launching pad for me to travel and to follow my dreams of going to Costa Rica and learning how to travel and make money. And I, I did it through teaching English because the idea of leaving the country wasn't nearly as scary as the idea of staying. So in the mastery of love, this, is, this concept really helped me. What it talked about was our tolerance level for bullshit and abuse We will tolerate other people abusing us as long as they don't abuse us more than we abuse ourselves. Whoa. But the moment someone starts to abuse us more than we abuse ourselves, and this is not just physical, this is verbal, right? This is this is manipulation. The moment someone treats us worse than we treat ourselves, we leave. So when I kind of understood this concept, I'm a very visual learner. I was like, whoa, okay, so as I increase that threshold, that as, as my tolerance lowers for abuse, for manipulation, for all these things, by me not manipulating myself and manipulating other people. Because people-pleasing is definitely a form of manipulation because people-pleasing is giving people what you think they want out of hopes that they will then approve and validate you. And I used to be a very big people-pleaser. I joke, but it's not a joke. Like, I'm a recovering people-pleaser because it took me a long time to see the value and the beauty of speaking my mind, but there was times that it just didn't feel safe. And that's really what it comes down to is the the feeling of safety. You know, that's how I describe confidence. Confidence is the belief that it's safe to be ourselves, It's safe to be heard. It's safe to express ourself. Um, So being on the self-love journey and deciding, I'm going to learn to love you. Looking at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm going to learn to love you. And we're going to become best fucking friends. We're going to become best friends, right? Because if you can look yourself in the eye and say, I love you and I'm proud of you. But if it feels like a lie, then we get to soften it. I'm committed to learning to love you. Okay. As the journey of self-love develops, our tolerance get for bullshit gets lower and lower and lower because we are treating ourselves with respect. And so the thing is we won't even it's almost like if someone says something negative negative to us but we don't feel that it's true, it's just gonna bounce right off. And so there comes a point in the self-love journey that we start to notice the people in our life are treating us worse than we treat ourselves, and it's coming that time to leave to create space to love them from afar, to be able to create a barrier to protect your energy and to say no when you mean it and say yes when you mean it, right? And the biggest thing for me was I I had a hard time trusting myself and trusting my emotions because I would say I was going to do one thing, but then when I was in a situation, I'd do another. And this was really hindering my self-confidence. And so, you know, one of the biggest things with the confidence formula is, If you say you're gonna do something and you follow through, your confidence goes up. But if you say you're gonna do something and you don't, your confidence goes down. And so, if there's certain people in your life that you tolerated, but as you've been on this journey of loving yourself, respecting yourself, empowering yourself, that all of a sudden it just, there's a lot of dissonance there, right? There's resonance and harmony, and then there's dissonance and clashing. If you're feeling that dissonance, It is a part of your self-love journey to create space from that person. You are not responsible for someone else's happiness. And if someone else is placing the job of their happiness on you, it's not fair. And what you're doing is you're setting them free and you're setting yourself free. Because when you stop being the person that someone can not just lean on, but like hit on, you know, whether that's physically or verbally, right? You teach them how to stand on their own two feet and they might hate you for it and they might blame you for it. They might call you names, but our intuition rarely makes sense. You know, when we feel the need of like, I just need space, I need to get away from this person. You know, first, of course, we get to practice boundaries. We get to express the boundary that has been crossed or expect the, express the boundary that we want to be upheld. And then we get to see that person, whether respect them or disrespect them. And if they disrespect them, you get to create an additional boundary that pushes them away. And this is an act of self-love. This is saying, I will not tolerate that behavior in my world because I don't treat myself like that anymore. And so I won't tolerate you treating me like that. You know what I'm saying? So just know that the moment we leave is the moment that someone treats us worse than ourselves. But the reason why that was so um, intense for me to take in was because I didn't realize the amount of self-abuse via my own words that was happening that even allowed for me to tolerate that narcissistic relationship. That shocked me. That took me back. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And so one of the biggest things with the self-love journey is forgiveness, and it doesn't have to be right now, but setting the intention that you're in the process of forgiving the people that have hurt you. But the most important person to forgive is you. And if someone would have told me this, I was like, you need to forgive yourself. I would have been like, fuck you, I'm the victim. <laughs> because I felt very empowered in my victim story. Um, but as the layers were peeled back and I went deeper with it, I realized I needed to forgive myself. For not knowing what I know now, forgive myself for allowing it. Forgive myself for putting up with it. Forgive myself for being secretive and hiding because in that it was a six-month relationship that's had a seven-year ripple effect. Okay, six month that had a seven-year ripple effect. I was able to forgive myself four years later doing a ohoponopono pono exercise. I did a emotional intelligence training. And a part of that training was the power of forgiveness. And the Ohoponopono prayer is, thank you. I love you. I forgive you. Will you forgive me? And I've done multiple variations of this meditation prayer of imagining that person and cutting the strings, cutting the soul ties, because you're freeing yourself and you're freeing that person because it doesn't require any contact with them. It doesn't require any communication with them. This is about you in the memory of them. This is about you in the memory of yourself. This is about forgiving yourself for the times you let yourself down and trusting and knowing in your heart, in your soul, you're not the same person that you once were. And you also didn't know then what you know now. So we get to have compassion for all the different versions of ourselves that we've been throughout our lifetime. Because that version of you has been the person that's led you to being here. And I know that there's a level of um, emotional intelligence and just a desire to feel joy. And I know that's true because you're watching this, okay? So... That's the message that I wanted to leave with you guys today, that if you're in the process of realizing um, you're in a relationship that is no longer serving you and that someone is treating you worse than you would ever treat yourself, you're not alone in that scary feeling of needing to create space and separation. You're allowed to create boundaries. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to deny someone access to your space and energy if you know that's going to be a greater benefit for you in your life. You don't owe anyone anything. And at the same time, no one owes you anything, right? We are sovereign beings. We're responsible for our own happiness. And sometimes you have to let people fall in order for them to learn to rise. And so I think the biggest reason why it was so scary to leave that relationship, I mean, once you've crossed the threshold of treating me worse than I treated myself, I knew it was time to leave. But I had this emotional responsibility, this feeling of, holy shit, he's going to get depressed and it's going to be because of me. Or holy shit, he's going to, like my biggest fear was like, he's going to commit suicide and it's going to be because of me. But that is putting other people's actions as if they're on you and they're not. Like we are independently in charge and responsible for our own life. If it's to be, it's up to me. Put that in the comments. If it's to be, it's up to me. And I want you to start seeing through the bullshit. If someone's saying, I'm doing this because of you, that's manipulation. If they're like, I'm feeling this way because of how you acted, that's manipulation. We are independently in charge of our own relationships, our, our own relationship with ourselves and our own actions. At the end of the day, we're the only ones in charge of our actions. So don't ever let someone shame you into believing that it's because of you that they're in a bad place. But we also get to have discernment, right? Because our actions do have a ripple effect. And this message is for the very a very specific person, okay? This message could be taken out of context, I know, in many different ways. But this is for the person who has realized they're in a relationship. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a boyfriend. Maybe it's a girlfriend. Maybe it's a coworker that... You are giving to, and they are just taking and taking and taking and taking and manipulating you and making you feel confused and making you question your self worth and making you question your humanity. You know, um, if that is the case, I see you, I understand you, I've been you, and I believe in you and that you can be able to rebuild yourself, trust in yourself. You can be able to come back up from this, but you will have to let some people down, especially the person that is the main manipulator. You're gonna have to definitely create that space and it's gonna be scary, but it's on the other side of fear is everything we've ever wanted. Both of you will be better off by creating that space. So I don't talk about relationships that much, but I just felt really called to share this with you guys today. I haven't posted on IGTV in a long time. But I sat down to record a podcast and this is what I just felt called to do it on video. And so I know that this message is going to be for a specific person. And if that's you, I love you and I see you. So I'm Kelsey Lowe. You're watching the Kelsey Lowe Show and I'll see you later. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Joyfully You podcast. If you guys want to be able to watch the video version of this, that is available on my Instagram at Kelsey Lowe Show. Um, If you like this episode, take a screenshot, post it to your story, send me a DM, come say hi. Um, If you've never uh, said hi on Instagram before, I'd love to meet you. I'd love to say hi. Um, I'm sending you guys so much love. I hope you have a wonderful day and you're supported and you are loved. And the moments of darkness, the moments of darkness are the times that we can see the light the most clearly. And if you feel like you're in a dark tunnel, if you feel like you can't see the end, trust yourself moment by moment and speaking your truth of honoring what you want and taking that leap into the unknown because I promise you will not be alone forever you know that that was a fear of mine as well that I wanted to add is the fear of being alone of like oh but being with this person sucks but won't being alone suck even more and the answer is no No, the journey of finding myself has led me to beautiful relationships now and every relationship since that guy there's been more trust there's been more love there's been more respect each time it hasn't been perfect that's for damn sure but every relationship I can see the growth based off of the person that I'm attracting into my life and so I just wanted to share that additional tip with you guys and just, just just kind of being vulnerable and sharing what my journey has been like because it is possible to have a beautiful, healthy, loving relationship. But it's not possible to do that until you walk away from what is no longer serving you if you don't believe that it's repairable. I love you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'll see you next time.